Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, Mr. Lobo with us. We'll take calls with him next hour. Share some of your favorite movies, if you would. On a technical question, physical media, what's happening there? That's changing the entire digital world, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's interesting because uh, I think that, you know, a lot of people are not trusting uh, a lot of the streaming services and a lot of the things that they're depending on, downloads. Uh, I remember a friend of mine had the book 1984 on their Kindle, and one day they went to read their book and it was gone because there was a rights dispute of all books, right? And, you know, so I think that sometimes it's good. We were talking earlier about having a, a DVD or Blu-ray. You know, sometimes it's nice to have that, that hard copy, that insurance, because, you know, you, if you've got movies on the cloud or movies on your computer, you know, something happens and they're gone. And what know, are they using someone, for physical media? Copper? you don't need it. What? They're using copper and glass or something? Oh well, you know, I mean, it. it I, I'm not sure what they're uh, it, as far as what what uh, what DVDs and Blu-rays are made out of and that, things that they're storing. That. Sure. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, uh, uh, you know, sometimes I miss videotape, um, but uh, at least you knew you had it. You know, videotape. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I well, remember those tape. days. Now, when, you, when you were working in radio, did you ever have to cut tape with a razor blade? I sure did. We used to splice it and put it together that way and, a, you know, put a little piece of tape across it. tape. Yeah, we had to do the, a lot of that stuff, too. I now everything's good. I did for nine years, and, we, and it was all just scotch tape, and, 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 and I don't know how we did it. You know, I mean, it's, it's amazing, you know, digital editing and everything now. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's if you've got... Um, yeah, if you've got anything, you, know, you really should have backups, and I think uh, I think that's the thing about uh, I, I think there is a, a little bit of a nostalgia and a little bit of a return where people want to have a hard copy of their favorite uh, movies and things, and I you know and I think it's it's smart because uh, with all the weird rights issues where they're you know they're changing re-editing movies like you know you get Disney Plus and and you go and watch your favorite movie and you go well, wait a second that movie doesn't go like that well they've censored it or changed it. It and you know now that's the movie of the version that they've decided everybody is going to see and and that's the only version that they can see so sometimes it's nice to to have that in some sort of fixed form and i think that that's i think that's why a lot of people are are actually uh you know just like there was there's, there kind of was a resurgence in people buying books again i think that people are are having that resurgence in in you know just or 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 people getting their their lps their, sure. their vinyl records again people are getting you know there's these uh, tape heads out there collecting vhs again you know and i think that people um you know i think blu-rays and dvds are still still uh you know vibrant what's happening in the streaming world it seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger oh yeah we're in the middle of the streaming wars i think everyone is fighting for everybody's subscription uh funds you know everybody has got their own version disney plus is the big one now and of course they had a huge hit with the mandalorian which is the star wars uh television series and they've decided they're going to do a different have to have one series star wars series going at all times i think and they're going to do a marvel series and you know they're going to have to keep having these new talked about series popping up on there so they can get people to subscribe because the the second the mandalorian ended i think like you know, thousands of people just dropped their subscriptions because they were done watching the show that's right so they're they're uh uh you know and i think all of 
of the major studios, I think, uh, are going to have their own version where they're going to take their library of films. And the only way you can see those films is if you pay your $7 a month or your $10 a month. They're all trying to get a piece of, of what Netflix started. And, um, you know, and uh, there's, there's, there's a ton of them in Amazon and everyone else. So uh, there's definitely, like I said, uh, there's a war going on, a war for your attention, a war for your subscription rates. Uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what programs end up where. I mean, Star, uh, CBS has Star Trek locked up. If you want to see the new Star Trek, you have to subscribe to theirs. You know, so it's an interesting situation where you've got, um, you know, uh, Hulu and Amazon and Netflix and, and all the major studios trying to volley with their own streaming services. Well, what would you like to do? You know, pay $7 a month and be able to stream and watch as many programs as you could or go to a movie for one $7 movie? I mean, it's it's dramatic. Oh, boy. Yeah, and I wish they were still $7. I think I've gone to a few $14 movies wow. here and there. So, um, yeah, 11 bucks, 14 bucks uh, just to go to a movie, that definitely is a lot more, uh, you know... Uh, one movie. $16 in California. But, you know, I, I, I do like going to the movies, though. That's the thing, is that even though I enjoy watching films at home, I, I, seeing a, a theater projected on a screen cinematically, and certain movies only work cinematically, like Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood. I mean, that movie doesn't work on TV. You, you, re, you Really, you have to drink it in on a giant screen and, and, or, or, or no, 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 no sale, in my opinion. So I think some, some things are, are good for the big screen, and, and that experience of seeing, seeing it communally in a theater is, is something I hope never fully goes away. But, you know, last year more people went to public libraries than, than cinemas. So, you know, we're, we're, we're in the Wild West. Who knows where, what's coming next? Then again, you have movies that stream like The Irishman that last three hours and 30 minutes. Who wants to go to a movie to see that? I'd rather watch that at home. Stop it. Do whatever you do and oh, come sure. back. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't have a bladder that robust. You know, I, yeah, I can't take a three-hour movie. That's that's way, way. You know, I, I wish they'd go back to having intermissions where they let you stretch your legs in the middle. You know, they used to do that in the old days. Absolutely. How long were the movies in the old days, the Dean Martin movies and things like oh, that? Oh, you know, a lot of times they would do like a 65-minute movie, a 70-minute movie, because they they were usually double features for a while. Um, and, you know, they would have a cartoon and a newsreel and... And the Flash Gordon serial yeah. and everything, you know, else it was so, there were, you know, when you went to the movies, you got a lot more than a movie. It was an event. It was an event. And, and you know, it, it was also, it was your news. It was your entertainment. It was a lot of things for people. And so there was a, a there was a lot of, a lot of things happening, a lot of ballyhoo, a lot of, you know, people were uh, saving, uh, <laughs> they had weird giveaways where they gave away dishes and toys and things at the movie theater and, you know, uh, I think that we really, I wish theaters could be that kind of communal space where people could go there and, and uh, you know, really feel like they're part of something and part of their communities. You know, I think now it's just sort of like they're just trying to squeeze us for every last cent and and making it more and more and more impersonal. And you've got your $9 bucket of popcorn and your, you know, $16 in the door and, you know, that, that's no fun. You know, I think that the, the, the part of what made the movies 
great was how accessible they were. The, it was a, the admission was cheap. You could get in there and, you know, you bring the whole family and, and you could all enjoy something together. And if you um, liked popcorn, it was great. Oh, and I love popcorn. I could eat popcorn every day. You know, when I worked at a movie theater, I had popcorn with mustard. I had popcorn with honey. <laughs> I think I had popcorn with every condiment we had at the snack bar. That was my breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I kind of like putting Parmesan cheese on it, sprinkling oh, it. Oh, man. And letting well, it garlic kind of powder? Do you ever do garlic powder? I have not done that. Oh, that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty why we keep you on the radio, Mr. Lobo, and not in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. What's well, new in the world of television? Um, well, you know, like I said, I think a lot of these streaming uh, shows are, are, you know, I think I think TV is doing a lot better than movies are. Um, you know, uh, like we just talked about the Mandalorian. Um, you know, uh, that that's that was more successful than the last Star Wars movie. You know, that's amazing. Um, and um, you know, I think that uh, you know we have um, a lot of horror series. Um, uh, you know, uh, happening right now. I, 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 there was a, a really good series called Mind Hunter. You ever heard of that? I have series. I never oh, saw it. Fantastic. I, I, I think that they stopped a while so that they could make, they could make more of it. Um, and they want to keep the quality up. So I, I, I don't think they're going to start right back up right away. I think it's going to, they're going to be in production for a while. But what an incredible show! Remember in the early days of television, and we talked about this over several past shows, they would always have some ghoulish host at these uh, cities, you know, introducing yes. movies and stuff like my buddy Morgus and Absolutely. people like that. Oh, yes. Does that, that doesn't happen anymore. Well, I do that. Well, I you, that. but I you're a rarity. I'm a rarity, but I do I do spook shows, you know, uh, in at the Colonial Theater last year we showed Daughter of Horror, you know, we did all the Ballyhoo, we had uh, we had women in uh, uh we had unregistered nurses <laughs> uh, handing out life insurance policies and uh-huh, and, uh, just in know, case. All, all that all that crazy William Castle kind of stuff and uh you know, we had a, a, a puppeteers and sideshow people on stage, and we show a movie, and we had ghosts roaming through the audience and touching people on their shoulder and sitting next to them and eating their popcorn. And so, you know, I mean, uh, people do do it. it you know, even though even if something isn't popular, it doesn't mean it isn't done. You know, and there are people, uh, you know, keepers of the flame who who are in their own local communities doing their own fun things at, at, at the very few remaining independent movie theaters that exist. Did you uh, sell out? We okay, did. How'd you do? This is our second year in a row That's that we great. did Daughter of Horror and it and sold out both uh, both times. So, you know, that's that's an interesting thing. Then when people if people know that they're that they're gonna get something more, if if they if they get the word that, oh, this is gonna be special and this is gonna be audience participation and, and we're gonna get more than just a movie, uh, they'll come. They'll come. They're just getting the word out, that's the hardest part. What is it about horror films that people like to be scared? Well, I, you know, I think it's a simple and simple simple analogy, but I, I think that you know there are two kinds of roller coasters, right? A uh, roller coaster where you get on, and then once you get off of it, you're like, okay, I'm never getting on that again. And then there's the other roller coaster where you get on and you immediately want to get back on it again and get back on it again. And I do think you know there is something to to that a thrill. 
uh, but safety, you know, you, 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 you are delivered back home safely after you've been through this. And I feel you, you feel like you've overcome something. And, and it's, you know, we might not be able to overcome things in our real lives, but we can escape the Wolfman and we can escape Dracula and we can escape the blob. And it's kind of fun. And it, and it makes that, uh, I think, the adversities of our real life a lot easier to deal with. Do people sometimes, uh, you know, still have these nightmares watching these horror flicks and TV shows and then they go to bed and everything breaks loose? <laughs> yeah, it still does. It, you know, it is interesting, the magic of it, where, where you know, someone will see a, a movie and, and then they'll go home and they'll have nightmares for a week. So that does happen. And uh, it is really funny, too, when you when you see grown men and, uh, you know, or uh, you know, I would want to want to be sexist, but a, a grown adults will say, uh, I, "I, you know, I'm the MC of Blobfest every year, and 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 we're showing the Blob. This is a, a 60 year plus year old movie, right? And and there'll be gr- grown adults who are like, I, I, I'm still afraid of the Blob. I'm I, I still have nightmares about the Blob, and or you know, with Jaws, I'm sure it's the same thing. I'm still afraid to go into the water. You know, yeah. I'm still yeah, afraid that Norman Bates is going to stab me in the shower. You or, know? or putting so your hand over the is, side of the bed. A lot of it is real personal. I think it has a lot more to do with us personally and what our personal real fears are that these that these movies kind of become iconic and 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 symbolize these fears that we have if you're not afraid of uh if you're not afraid of sharks jaws isn't going to do anything to you you know um so uh, i think i think it is really interesting that it, it, it the movies we're scared of say a lot more about us than they do about the movies but they're still fun aren't they I think fun's really important, and I think fantasy is really important. I mean, sci-fi and horror are really uh, subgenres of fantasy. You know, uh, I think that if it's just if it's just murders, it could that's a crime. That's crime. That's a it's a totally different genre. I think there has to be something fantastic, something unexplainable, something that's just a little bit beyond our grasp that puts it into a different category. You know, I, I think if it's, if it's too pedestrian, it's just murders. You know, it, 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 I think that what real, in my opinion, the best horror movies have some kind of um, imaginary or fantastic aspect to them. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.